Thank you for listening to this podcast series as a part of the artwork If I Knew Time As Well As You Do, Part 2. My name is Eva Honoud, the maker of this work and the host for this podcast series. As the title implies, in this project I'm looking for other perspectives on time. Starting from an ordinary daily ritual, such as drinking tea, I found myself collecting different narrations around time and thinking about what it means to spend time in our rapidly changing and fast-paced society. As we are dealing with massive changes in the world, often we are told we need to be actively involved in changing our environment for the better. But what does it mean to create a future that is more equal, biodiverse, and where we are more conscious of one another and one's environment. Following this train of thought and thinking about the marine terrain as testing ground, it becomes even more apparent to me that in order to think about the future, we also have to look at the past and present. If you have started listening to this podcast while sitting or laying down on the sculptural benches at the Buitenbroedplaats on Marine Terrein, you can see I made three sculptures that together form the lines of the VOC maritime route from Amsterdam to Canton in China, which stops in Cape Town and what used to be called Batavia. Dwelling on our current situation, and the big quest in front of us, I see an origin for this quest in the economic motifs that our society already consummated during the time of the VOC. Starting from a time where we felt the need to control the world market in amongst other commodities and condiments, tea, coffee, rice, sugar, porcelain and silk, to a time in which the economical market controls our society and behavior. We live in a world where we depend on the global trading market and economic constructs, which on the flip side leave the world with big issues, like global warming, inequality and monoculture. Although at times this feels like an immense trap we can't get out of, I try to keep looking forward while looking backwards as well. With this as the basis for this project, I created a spatial outdoor installation that reminds us of the roots of the creation of capital as we know it, while offering space for learning and exchange to experience and discuss new ways of living. I'm a big tea drinker and like many might recognize, I tend to drink without taking the time. Dropping the tea bag into an empty cup while scrolling on my phone until the water cooker finally hits its boiling point. Dipping the tea bag swiftly up and down a few times after which leaving the bag to sit for a potential second cup of tea on its packaging. End of 2019, when I was making If I Knew Time as well as you do, I started to look into the history of tea and how it came to be a drinking herb in China. While looking into Chinese and Japanese tea rituals, I stumbled upon a legend about the Chinese emperor Cheng Nang. The emperor, who was also a herbalist, chose, for hygienic reasons, to boil his drinking water first. During one of his travels on a warm summer day, he stopped to rest. 
Nung was boiling his water under a wild tea bush, while some leaves from this bush fell into his water. The water turned brown, and this aroused his interest. He took a few sips and found that the drink was refreshing and had a wonderful taste. Without a longing for the past, this legend struck a chord with me, and I felt the urge to captivate this beautiful short moment of coincidence and self-care, questioning to myself if we can still embrace this type of moment, taking the time for a leaf to fall and sit in a cup, feeling the curiosity to find out what this moment of coincidence brings, and being in touch with the surrounding environment. Still nowadays, tea production for the Netherlands mainly happens in Indonesia, Sri Lanka, China and other surrounding countries. While feeling so familiar with the tea bag as we know it, I feel a big distance to the plant that is inherently the source for this global drinking habit and that has shaped, next to many other ingredients and materials, so much of the economical landscape and the worldwide development of global trade. After looking into the Camellia sinensis, the plant and basis for all teas in the world, I found a small company in Brabant who developed a Camellia sinensis that can survive in Dutch weather conditions. They have started their research in 2009 and after taking tea plants from Asia and Russia and crossing the plants, they have developed a plant that can not only survive, but also be cultivated in different European climates. While being excited about their mission to cultivate locally and bring down CO2 emissions, I also see a potential for changing our relationship with something so common and yet so foreign to us. Without copying or appropriating traditional Chinese and Japanese tea rituals, I'm curious if this cultivated plant could slowly change our perception on time, on the function of nature in our urban surroundings, as well as if it could create more biodiversity and a sense of communal efforts to change our Western habits. At the same time, the cultivation of these plants also bring up questions about appropriating cultural heritage and our role in the current globalized trading market where many lives and jobs depend on. Taking all this context into consideration, I now want to conclude this introduction with the proposal of manifesting this experience of listening, learning and conversation. Together with different contributors, I will explore in four episodes what it means to take time to listen, to take care of ourselves and to be more aware of our environment in the past and present. <laughs>